Hi, are you thinking about the year 2030 yet? Are you wondering what kind of people, society we will have 10 years from now? Are you concerned that the current levels of immorality, corruption, moral breakdown, indecencies, corruption, political division, and family breakdown may solve a breakdown of our society by 2030. If you are, I want to talk to you what we need to do. And basically, I want to talk to you about the need for us to renew, teach, strengthen God's commands, the Ten Commandments, as a vision for 2030. As I speak to you, I share an experience that I am now 53 years old. I have grown up in Uganda. I have gone through the schools. I have lived through the regime. I was born in the regime of, of Milton Obodi. I am my father, who was Indian. My mother, Uganda, grew up, was separated by Idi Amin in 1971, 72, during the economic war when he threw out all non-Ugandan Asians and Europeans. My father was thrown out. I've grown up through the wars of throwing Idi Amin in 78, the disco era of the early 80s, the social conflict of the post-Amin era, and the emergency of Museveni and the, the writing of a new constitution in Uganda, which has brought us from the movement system of government, that's one party, to the multi-party system of government where we are today. When we assess the landscape of Uganda today, you can see that we have developed technologically we have advanced in terms of population numbers. We have expanded the number of educational institutions. But as a people, we are corrupting. What do I mean? From the depth of us, there is corruption. I'm recording this message as I am at the court. I'm at court here at Tweed Towers on a Monday, seeking the intervention of a judge on a conflict related to land land that I bought 11 years ago and now I have some new claimants who are saying that they have they saw they are trying to sell the same land to two different people this is sparking a lot of conflict my story was seen on television last night my story was seen on television last night in the news and there are those who are mocking me calling me a bad man the others were sympathizing with me, saying, Pastor, even on our side, Chenjojo, Barara, Kabali, Isingiro, Bugisu, we're having land-related conflicts. Land that is not yours should not be taken. It's property. And in fact, why do people decide to take what is not theirs? Why do people decide to give witness that they change from what they did 10 years ago. How can we change and ensure that we have a society that does not bring thieves, cheats, people bear false witnesses who lust after others? The solution is actually simple. We need to get back to the basic code of God of building a society. That is the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments are what God has given to us on how to run our society and how we can be a special people of God. And as much as man's law reflects God's law, we will live in harmony.
An examination of these Ten Commandments shows that we do have duties and obligations towards God. That is the first to the fourth commandment. The middle one is we have obligations and duties to our parents. That is the fifth commandment. Then we have duties and obligations to our neighbors. That is the sixth to the tenth commandment. We need to teach this one. People are seeking for ways. Rebecca Kadaga, our politician, our speaker of parliament, is making more laws. We've got laws against female genital mutilation. We've got laws of leadership code. We've got laws against corruption. We are having laws every day. We are making new laws of equality, demanding accountability. But laws of themselves do not change the heart. We need both the change of heart and we also need moral change. As we are looking at the year 2030, I'd like to speak to you an idea. What if we have an opportunity during COVID to reset again, to restart again, to rebuild again, and to thrive? What if God in his kindness has brought a stop, brought the children from the schools where they have been under the jurisdiction of teachers, whom we had handed over the responsibility of educating our children? What if it's going to be that God wants us to educate our children once again? We have director of studies. That is the one who looks after the education of our children. We have director of discipline. That one usually may be the one who creates discipline. If children are misbehaved, they, t they discipline them. They set boundaries. We have prefects. We have school trips. We have school headmasters. We have school uncles and aunties who are supposed to do the mentorship of our young children. And we have chaplains in the schools who provide moral guidance. God has said, bring the children back home. Let's have them. And we need as a society to think quickly, to think expediently how we can be able to train our children. Parents, brothers and sisters, we must look at how we can raise a generation so that in 2030 we have a generation that is God-fearing that is not stealing land, that is not bearing false witnesses. This is where we start. We need to look out for those commands. We need to look for the Ten Commands. These are the commands of God. These are the commands because God has said we learn about the character of God, we learn His directions for life, we learn instructions. And when God says, you shall have no other gods besides me, because I'm a jealous God. We learn two things. There is a, an imperative that we must do. And then we learn something about God. He says he's a jealous God. Then we learn something about what about ourselves. We're confronted with an imperative. And it challenges us. Do we obey? Do we not obey? The second, he tells us not to take his name in vain. That is honor, respect. If you're going to respect your parents in the fifth commandment, you start by respecting God because the authority that parents have is vested in them by God. People who dishonor God very rarely are able to honor their parents. We're told about God calling us for Sabbath, rest. People are looking for vacation. People are looking for party time. People are looking for a time away from work, taking a holiday. God has said there should be a day every week where you set it aside for rest.
He didn't even say necessarily time for worship and prayer. No, it's for rest. No work. No school. No digging. He That is, keep the Sabbath. Keep it holy. Because I set it aside. Then he talks to us about uh, don't make idols that you bow down. We should not give God's affection the love and the, the worship we have of God and give it to other gods, whether they are pictures, whether they are paintings, whether they are images of people up, uh, soccer players, musicians. We must not give God's affection to another. God is a jealous God. That's what we learn about his character. So we must not be found practicing idol worship. And this must be broken. We are told that you must honor your father and mother that you may live long. We must build a covenant and a generation that respects our parents, elders, just because they are, just because they are our parents, God, and because God has told us. Now you've got to learn the character of God. Who is this God who wants people to respect their parents? That shows us he's a good God. Next time I'll be talking about the second part of our obligations towards our neighbor that goes from you shall not commit adultery to you shall not lust or desire or long after some other people's property because longing is the drive that generates people to go and commit crimes if we had less people lusting after other people's property if we had uh, less people <clears throat> cheating seeking to steal cartels of mafia trying to grab what's not there we will build a better country we will build a better generation we will build a better people so here i am at court seeking the help of court interesting the court to hear my situation and i'm hoping that they will intervene because if a judge is fair then that judge will represent the interests of god he will judge with justice he will not judge with injustice. He will not make a ruling based on convenience. He will make a ruling based on what is true, what is right, and what's, what is authentic. So this is why we can build a better society. This is Pastor Semper saying that if we rediscover biblical laws, apply them in our lives, our society, our family, starting during this year 2020, during the lockdown of COVID, we will build a better society. So I'm asking you one specific action. Find a copy of the Ten Commandments, the full ones, not edited out. Put it up. Are you a parent? Are you a person of influence? Put it where you can see it. Let it be that your home is a school, just as you go to a school and you find that uh, there's commands of a school, uh, don't litter, don't do this, put them over there. Let it be seen. I'm encouraging us that as we start the journey of 2020, which is a gateway to the decade of 2030, we can build a better society by remembering, renewing, recommitting, teaching, and living by the Ten Commandments.